They seek him here, they seek him there. Those Frenchies seek him everywhere. Is he in heaven? Is he in hell? That damned elusive Pimpernel. Orcs' immortal character, the Scarlet Pimpernel. Committee of Public Safety had rounded up the poor devils who had served the King of France and Marie Antoinette. They didn't have to be guilty of any crime. It was as though they had been tainted by contact with royalty. And Citizen Chauvelin, addressing the always convenient mob, screamed for blood. The committee has kept its promises to you, citizen comrades. Not one. But every one of those who served in the royal palace have been found, tried, and convicted by the tribunal in meeting in Versailles. Hear me, hear me, comrades. There can be no mercy for those who were in league with the very forces that ground us under heel. The royalty that treated us like that. The tribunal has decreed... The death penalty for all! Well, that's that, Blakeney. I thought Monsieur Chauvelin had been too quiet lately. It was evident he was preparing to throw somebody to the dogs. Come on, let's walk. How many of them do you suppose there'll be? Too many, I'm afraid. Personal servants. <laughs> Perhaps 20. They're being held in the tower at Vincennes? Obviously. Strong fortress, that. Yes, only one entrance, one exit. Staff of guards is large, but yet not so large that they won't know each other well. well. You're not going to try to get in there, are you? No. No, Tony. We'll make our rescue attempt at the weak point. But there is no weak point. Not in the tower, no. But the prisoners won't be executed in the tower. You mean we'll try to liberate them on the road between Vincennes and Paris? While they're en route to the guillotine. But at what point? That's something we'll decide tonight. 
Uh, how many members of the League of the Scarlet Pimpernel are in France now? Uh, Fuchs, Harding, Kolmstedt, let me see, about nine of us here. The other eleven at home in England for the present. We could send for the others. Mm, no time for the others. Madame Laguillotine won't wait. Well, we'll have to try for nine. You round them up. We meet at midnight at the inn of the many windows on the road to Vincennes. I'll join you there. Where are you going now? To get a list of the prisoners. Age, sex, description. We'll need it. So we'll know what sort of disguises to prepare. What travel accommodations to make. Well, where are you going to get such a list? Well, there's only one place I can get it. From the Committee of Public Safety. Chauvelin's own headquarters? Why not? <laughs> you do not think he will recognize me in this French disguise, do you? I wouldn't recognize you myself if I didn't know it was you. You do so many things with your face and voice, but... The information you want will be found only on the actual orders for the execution. Which will be in the hands of the public executioner, Citizen Le Sueur. I'm certain he'll be quite happy to give it to me. Give it to you? Tony, Citizen Le Sueur gets 50 francs for each condemned person he beheads. He's both bloodthirsty and money-hungry. I'm going to try to bribe him. And have him suspect I'm the Pimpernel? No. I'll merely pose as a messenger from our good friend Chauvelin and say that the papers are needed for two more names to be added. Well, he'll want to know why they can't be on a separate execution order. Perhaps. Or perhaps the lure of the hundred francs will be enough. Well, suppose it isn't. You'll be in a heavily guarded building. Suppose your bluff doesn't work. What do you do then? Well, frankly, my dear attorney, since the situation hasn't arisen yet, I, I don't have the faintest idea... In a moment, Marius Goring returns as the Scarlet Pimpernel. Goring as the Scarlet Pimpernel. We have been busy with the affairs of the Republic. My business also concerns the Republic, citizen. And state it quickly. Citizen Chauvelin wishes you to return the execution order for the cursed traitors who were in the services of the Palace Aristos. The least? For what purpose, citizen? One you will like. The addition of two more names. Comrade, that list is complete. There were no other servants. Perhaps you should keep in closer touch with the affairs of the tribunal, citizen. It has been discovered that two of the ladies-in-waiting on the list were married. 
Their husbands were not of the palace staff, but they were condemned this morning at an extra meeting of the tribunal. I see. I was not aware of that, citizen. You will be aware when citizen Chauvelin makes the addition. Aware and a hundred francs richer. Yes, citizen. I will get the papers from the cabinet. Perhaps what you have just told me will make me more than 100 francs richer. Perhaps 10,000 francs richer, eh? He spun around, and the gun he had taken from the cabinet pointed straight for my heart. I measured the room quickly, figured every distance, every possible chance. 10,000 francs, that is the reward for the scarlet pimpernel, is it not? Have you gone mad, citizen Lesueur? Let citizen Chauvelin decide which of us is mad, eh? Because I left Citizen Chauvelin outside the door of this room not five minutes ago. Well, in that case, there really isn't much I can say, is there, old chap? Ah, so the English dog uses his own voice. Oh, how I have waited to have you on the scaffold of my guillotine. And now, to bring you there by my own hand. <laughs> Would be wonderful, wouldn't it, monsieur? Uh, Madame Guillotine <laughs> will stop your laughter. Perhaps. But not by your hand, monsieur. You take me for an idiot to walk in here unprotected. Oh, you do not seem to have... Think, monsieur. Could the Scarlet Pimpernel be taken as easily as you seem to have taken me? I gazed full into his eyes, as though I were trying to read his soul. I was counting on the superstition and fear of a professional murderer. I could almost see his mind working, and his eyes darted quickly about the room. I see no members of your cursed league about, Monsieur Pimpernel. You fool. One of them sat outside and told you I was waiting in here. My clerk told your me that... Your clerk is bound up and hidden away in a closet. My men change faces and voices at will. Half the guards you passed in the corridors are my men, assuming the identity of others. Don't move any closer to me, monsieur. I came for a list, monsieur. Get it for me. Not so fast, monsieur Pimpernel. I still have a gun. I can kill you here and now. And die with me. One shot in this room and the man who you thought was your clerk will leap in and murder you before you can bolt the door. I... Come on, monsieur. Fire. Let's join Madame Death together. No, no, you devil. I want that list. I, I... His eyes warned me of the scream that was starting in his throat. I took one large stride quickly and smashed him on the point of the jaw. And he crumpled at my feet. I ripped open the cabinet, ruffled through the papers, found the list I was looking for. I stuffed it in my pocket, got out of the room, and started with long, unhurried strides for the exit. My casual visit to the committee started quite an uproar. By nightfall, troops were still combing the city and torches burned everywhere. But dressed in my own clothes, I had no difficulty in getting out of Paris and joining the other members of the League at the Inn of the Many Windows. There's Tony now. Well, at I know I'm late. Sorry. Better close the door quickly now. What's the matter, Tony? 
What kept you? I've got bad news. It may be impossible to get the prisoners out of Vincennes Tower, but that's where we're going to have to get them from. But, but only this afternoon you told me that Blakeney planned a highway raid en route to Paris. Well, you know that, Tony. Uh, that was this afternoon. It won't work now. Why not, Tony? Because I saw something on the way out here. They're not going to bring the prisoners into Paris for execution. But they must. Fuchs, I passed two enormous covered carts at the south gate leaving Paris. It took me more than an hour to figure what was in them. Then I rode to the Rue de Carousel to confirm my suspicion. The square was empty. The prisoners will never see Paris. The guillotine has been moved to Vincennes. Marius Goring returns as the Scarlet Pimpernel. Goring as the Scarlet Pimpernel. The news hit us like a thunderbolt. Every man in the room knew what it meant. No attack against a guard on a country road where we might wait in ambush, but an assault on a prison known to be escape proof. Fantastic. It's up to you now, Blakeney. What are we going to do? Well, I have to think about it for a moment. Well, if we give it up... Then 20 innocent people will certainly die. Doctor! Citizen doctor! What is this? Why do you disturb my sleep? You must come at once. One of the prison guards is ill. I do not make night calls. He is very bad, doctor. His face, he has fever. Oh... Well, wait until I dress. Help me, doctor. How long has he been like this? Since he came home from the prison. Sacre bleu. The other guards. Did he say they were sick too? No, but the prisoners... Oh, is it bad, citizen doctor? Bad, citizeness. This man will be dead within the hour. Dead? Yes, dead. Dead. Of the cursed bubonic plague. Bubonic plague? Oh, no. No. No! By morning, the town was in a panic. Nobody would come near the house, not even a casket maker. 
I pretended to take Tony's body out of town for immediate burial. All right, Tony. You can get up now. Rather a bumpy hearse you provided, old boy. And if you'll note, no mourners. (laughs) I had to buy this cart. The owner never wants to touch it again. He'll probably use the money to leave Vincennes. A panic, eh? Well, I'm glad you got this. I... I should hate to walk to my own funeral. Oh, don't be so put out. It isn't even your funeral. It's the prison guards. Ha, <laughs> I'd like to be there after we release him and he shows up in Vincennes and finds he was the first to die in an epidemic of plague. <laughs> so would I. What now? Change your disguise. All right, go back into town as an ordinary citizen, build up the plague talk, and wait. And you? The guard you replaced was the only one who had direct contact with the prisoners. You gave a few of them the acid I had you use? Yes, there will be a few cases of your synthetic plague in the tower this morning. Fine. Now, what I need to do is to go back to town, tell the authorities that I suspect that the prisoners were the ones who started the contamination. Oh, what authority? Well, the man who came to Vincennes this morning to supervise the preparations for the executions. Chauvelin himself? Yes, Tony. Monsieur Chauvelin. It must be stopped, I tell you. The guards have deserted by the score. The troops are at less than half strength. I am a doctor, Monsieur Chauvelin, not a magician. This is bubonic plague. We do not even know if the prisoners have it or not. The remaining guards would rather be shot than go near them. Someone must go. The source must be eliminated, or the entire town may be depopulated. You are a doctor, citizen. It is your duty to go. Even a doctor may have his fears, citizen. I am loyal to the New Republic. Enough! If you are as loyal as you say, if you are as loyal as the other citizen here claim you are, then do as you are told. I order you. Very well, citizen. But I would take this order from no one but you, a man who has done so much for the glory of France. Thank you, comrade. Here. Here is your present pass. pistols into the tower with me, all I could conceal on my person, and I passed them out along with my instructions. The prisoners were grim, dependable. I went back to Chauvelin like a man about to die of fright. Well, out with it, Doctor. It is they. They are already four dead, and another three will die before evening. All of them, within a week at most. Sacre bleu. They are going to be guillotined anyhow. With the guards deserting and the executioner himself not to be found. Ah, the cursed Pimpernel. If he were here, I would turn them into his hands and let him die of the plague too. Citizen, I have it. Set fire to the tower. Fire? You just came from there, idiot. The building is of stone. And you... You have been in contact with them. By your order, Stop! I... Do not come near me. The dead in that tower must be buried. I cannot do it alone. Nobody else will touch them. I have it. I will get rid of the cursed bunch. Let the living prisoners carry the dead on litters to the cemetery outside the town. I will have troops dig a large open grave. Then the litter bearers can be shot and buried with them. (laughs) (laughs) I see you like my plan, citizen doctor. (laughs) A very clever plan, citizen Chauvelin. But then, you are a very clever man. If you have deceived us, monsieur, the gun you gave me will be used on you. I haven't deceived you, mademoiselle. 
There is the graveyard and the rest of the soldiers. <laughs> yes. And Monsieur Chauvelin. See that clump of trees to the left? Oui. Eight of my men wait there with more guns and three score horses. When we reach that point, ignore the graveyard gate and run for those trees. You all hear that? Yes. Well, those on the litters, come to life and run too. Here we are now, coming to the gate. Bring them this way, Doctor! This way! I cannot. I am following your other plan. What other plan? Don't you remember, old boy? You said you'd turn them over to the Scarlet Pimpernel. The Pimpernel! Fire! All right. To the trees. We broke for the trees with the nearest soldiers a hundred yards behind. In a matter of seconds, Tony and Fuchs and the others were helping our friends into the saddles. Troops reaching the far edge of the wood. All right, I see them. Everybody mounted? Yes, already. They can't catch any of us now, then. All right. Ride! Marius Goring returns as the Scarlet Pimpernel. Goring as the Scarlet Pimpernel. Oh, channel's a bit rough tonight, Tony. Yes. <laughs> I'm afraid half our passengers are seasick. Oh, uh, well. Mild mare is better than bubonic plague. Not to Dr. Chauvelin, I'll wager. <laughs> you know, we were mighty lucky, Tony. After all, those Frenchies must have fired a thousand rounds. Never touched one of us. Well, how could they? What do you mean, how could they? Well, after all, oh boy, Fuchs and I do a little thinking, too. Oh. While they were digging the graves, we emptied their guns and put in blank charges. <laughs> <laughs> The 
Adventures of the Scarlet Pimpernel, starring Marius Goring, with music composed and conducted by Sidney Torch. Produced by Harry Allen Towers.